Hi. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Anchor FM? What is that? Anchor FM is a podcasting platform. Anchor FM lets you record, edit, and distribute your podcast. It's used by some of the most popular podcasts that you listen to and many that you don't. Here at Bloodfest the Podcast, we use Anchor FM to distribute our podcast. When we upload our episode into their app, they immediately make it available via an RSS feed on on Spotify, as well as several other podcast platforms. With a little extra work, you can take that RSS feed and send it on to any podcast platform you like, or send people the RSS feed link directly. Put it on your website. Put it in your email. Carry it in your shoe. Get lost in the snow with it. Anchor FM. It's the greatest way to make your podcast. If you want to make a podcast, download the Anchor FM app or get out there on the internet and go to anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Download that app at whatever podcast or whatever app store you like or go to www.anchor.fm. You've made a big mistake. You're listening to Bloodfest, the podcast. There's no escape. Strap in, children. Things are going to get gooey. Hello, and welcome back to Bloodfest, the podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Y'all know me, know what I do for a living. As always, I'm joined by Joey. Joey, how's it going? I can't complain. Wish it was a little warmer outside, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Joining us live via satellite from the magical city of Kansas is Josh. Josh, how are we doing? Hey, doing actually okay. I, I darkened it in here, so I don't look so red. And then I put my ring light as red, so I canceled out everything I tried to do. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, there's Midlife Media's own Casey. Casey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, good. I'm excited to be here as usual. Does, yeah. does it actually say Midlife Media down it here? It says Midlife Media awesome. on the screen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah, you're the Midlife Media guy. I'm the couch thing and literally just the cult guy. Joey's Movie Collector X. And Josh is listed on our website as Things to Come. Fantastic. Yeah, you got to <laughs> give me a link to something, man. you got to give me something to put up there. Uh, What? <laughs> Make a website. Do something. Give me your. TikTok. I forgot I even sent that to you. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably I'll grab my Tumblr or something. There you go, Tumblr. Outstanding. <laughs> like 2008. All right. So what we're gonna do tonight? It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's nearing the end of the year, and we're gonna talk about the best movies of 2022. We've each made our own independent lists, and we'll go through the the movies on them one at a time. But first, while we're talking about best movies. Did everybody see the uh, British Film Institute sight and sound list that just came out? Comes out every 10 years? Nope. You people. How you call yourself... I refer yourself, to Joey. You call yourself <laughs> film bros. Alright, so every 10 years, the British Film Institute and Sight and Sound Magazine polls 
professional film critics, and each critic makes their personal top ten list of what they think are the ten greatest films ever made. This cat behind me. Um, the ten greatest films ever made. And each time a film appears on a list, it gets a point. They tabulate the points. The film with the most points is number one, and they work their way through number one, 100. They did the list the first time in 1952, and the number one spot in 1952 was the classic film The Bicycle Thieves. Ten years later, the next time they did the list, the winner was Citizen Kane, and Citizen Kane remained in the top spot for 50 years from 1962 until 2012. In 2012, it was surpassed by Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo, and there's been a lot of discussion with the list getting ready to come out if Vertigo would remain in the top spot, if Citizen Kane would move back up to the top spot, if there would be some sort of dark horse that would come in. Uh, a few people, including myself, thought it would be an absolute shock and the top film would be Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Personally, I had another choice, which I'll mention in a little bit. I think you guys will like it better. But the actual number one position went to Jean Dillman. Actually, the title is a lot longer than that. It is her name and address, and it's in French, and I don't speak French to, to save my life, so it's Jean Dillman. It is a three-hour, glacially-paced, realistic film about a lower-middle-class widow and her attempts to make it through the crushing boredom of day-to-day -day life and also to find a way for her and her daughter not to starve doing whatever she has to, going so far even that she at one point in the film is turning tricks, working as a sex worker. Um, it is a great film, honestly, and I love to see it in the top spot because it's just really overturning the kind of the old order, which is what's supposed to happen over time in, in film. We're supposed to not necessarily always think the best film is Citizen Kane. Um, a lot of people are losing their minds over it. Paul Schrader, one of the greatest writer-directors of all time, is on Twitter having a nervous breakdown about it, and I kind of think that's funny. But Jean Dillman is not what I want to bring up about the list. That's all just backstory. I told you that, so I can tell you this. Down in the 90s, there are two recent films that showed up on this list of... What is this doing? Why is this... Your TikTok thing, it was showing like a finger going across. <laughs> All right. In the in the BFI Sight and Sound list of 100 greatest films ever made, down in the 90s are two very recent films that I was very excited to see. One is a horror film, and the other is at least horror adjacent, and I want to see if you guys all agree that these two belong on the list. They are Jordan Pills' Get Out and Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. What do you guys think? You think those are two of the 100 greatest films ever made? Oh, absolutely. Have you seen either of those movies, Joey? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Okay, you guys have seen them. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I don't. Uh, I didn't care for Get Up or Get Out that much. What? I, it was okay. It wasn't a bad movie. It it was it was a good movie. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know if it was like top of all time, but um, Parasite, I would agree on. Yeah, I enjoyed that yeah. one. That one was yeah. really really good. So Parasite is actually my choice for the number one spot. I think it is the greatest film ever made. And I think that before I'm dead, I will see it in that position on the sight and sound list. Josh, what do you think? Do you think those are two of the hundred greatest films ever made? 
I haven't seen Parasite. I bought it on Blu-ray for okay. like four dollars uh -huh. at Target, and mm -hmm. I got excited about it, and it just fell down the bottom of my list. I just haven't got to it. You need I've to. heard so much about it, though. I mean, it it probably will be once I see it. You need to move um, that up your list. I'm Watch kind of it. Case Young Get Out. It was great, but I don't know about. I don't. I don't know, I don't know about. I, I don't know. It, it that was I, good, though. I mean, it's yeah, a good movie. It's good. I I think I don't care for Jordan Peele stuff very much. Like I didn't. Like I watched Nope, and it, again, it was like it was okay. So was let's hold cool. off any talk about Nope because I'm pretty sure it shows up somewhere <laughs> on tonight's list. So okay. yeah, let's nope. let's do that. All right, all right. So you guys ready to get into the ten best films of the year? Nope. Yes, you are. <laughs> nope. So so our plan here is we're gonna we're gonna go from ten to one, and we're gonna round robin it. So we're gonna start with Joey's pick for number ten. Uh, Does he even watch ten movies? I don't know. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's my top ten list. Uh, number one on the list. No, no, ten. We're gonna do ten. Number did you 10. not pay attention when we played this? I, I, I did. But <laughs> just, just do your number ten. Tell us your number ten. Well, it, it's ten. I don't know. You're the one who ordered them. <laughs> so my my number ten is Studio Six Six Six. All right. Does anybody but, anybody else put Studio Six 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 on the list? I have not even seen that. Oh, really? I did not. Mm. I think if we had it at 20, it probably would have been on there. But it okay. just it, – it, so, it, I, I liked it. It was a great movie. But So I'm in the same boat. Fun. If we had a 25, it would be there. Joey, why is this one of the 10 best films? It's just a fun movie. And, of course, I'm into the paranormal stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that's I, definitely – I relate good. to it in that sense. And anything that's kind of – you know, not only the horror genre, but paranormal yeah. genre. Yeah. It just appeals to me. Okay, so I thought it was very funny. I really enjoyed seeing the members of the Foo Fighters playing yeah. outrageous versions of themselves, kind of kind of taking the piss out of themselves. I thought that was great fun. I did. Joe, yeah. uh, jo Josh, I, or okay, Joe, Josh. So let me explain Things for the come. folks at home. Just call me that. <laughs> I have brain damage and cannot be blamed. Casey, I'm I'm actually surprised that you hadn't seen it. It seems like it yeah. would be something that. It's on my watch list, but yeah, I haven't. I just haven't watched it yet. I got too much shit. You know me. I buy yeah, too much yeah. stuff. So kind of in the same boat. In the <laughs> same boat. Josh, what's the ten tenth best film of the year? I went back and forth so many times. I I used Letterbox to make my list, and it probably burned up and tried to jump off of my phone because it just was tired of me messing with it. But I just finally settled on the top ten, and number ten came in at uh, Clerks 3. Um, I don't think any of the rest of you guys have watched it. I'm not going to mm -hmm. spoil it, but just for reasons, it just it was one of the best movies I saw this year. So It was it, not I, typical Clerks. It is on my list, and I keep putting it off for a very specific reason. I love – I think everybody knows I love Clerks. I, when Clerks came out, I was – I was one of those guys. I was the guy behind the counter. I knew these guys. These were guys mm -hmm. I hung out with. This is a personal film for me. I loved it. When Clerks 2 came out, I was a little worried that it would suck, and it was actually almost perfect. I mean, it was amazing. It was and mm -hmm. I am terrified that Clerks 3 will let me down um, because as much as I like Kevin Smith, it seems like maybe he doesn't have the chops that he had. 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. And I don't know if it's too much weed or too much fame, but it just, it terrifies me. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that it's going to let me down. Am I wrong? I, 
I've watched it too. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I actually watched it a couple of weeks ago. Um, oh, nice! I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, I think I like one and two. One obviously the best, and I think I like two better. I think it's my least favorite of the three, but it's not bad. It's still it's still really good. It's it's touching. I mean, it's going to make you feel some feelings. So. All right. All right. It's it's going it's going soon. It, it will be watched soon. Maybe even tomorrow. Maybe even tomorrow. Casey. Number 10? Uh, my number 10 was Black Phone. Um, the, um, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, it's about a dude who basically captures kids and holds them in the, in the basement. Well, this one in particular is just about one kid in particular that he, he captures. And then he's kind of seeing and hearing the ghosts of other kids that this guy has captured and, and killed. Uh, the killer is played by Ethan Hawke. Um, and I think he does an excellent job. Uh, being a creepy dude. He did a really good job in uh, Sinister. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have all seen that, but cre- very creepy movie. Um, so I really like his acting. Um, and I think that it was set up for a potential prequel. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we could have a prequel where we see you know, previous kids that he's captured and, and, and killed. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why it makes my top mm-hmm. ten. It's um Really good movie. So I liked it. I liked it a lot. Did not make my top ten because this year was a it was beast. tough. It really was. Yeah, yeah. it's a it, it's really good and it's based on a story by Joe Hill. And I have been a pretty big fan of, of Joe Hill's writing. Um, he's Stephen King's son, if you don't know. Yep. And he's become quite a quite a superstar in the world of horror fiction on his own. By the way, am I saying horror weird? No, sounds good. Okay, earlier I thought I said it said it weird. I don't know. Okay, so now it's my turn. And I did something on my top ten list that I hate to do, but this year gave me no choice. And that is, tenth place is two movies. It is a tie. And they are two movies that both made me incredibly, incredibly uncomfortable, but for very different reasons. Um, the Sadness, which is a Taiwanese zombie movie i guess zombies not quite fair because they're not dead it's more like a rage virus yeah like more more of a 28 days later type thing which is one of the goriest films i've ever seen and um, trigger warning there is a lot of people being raped and sexually assaulted by the infected in this and it is wow it is a it, it it is a fucking slap in the face it's over the top yeah incredibly over the top and i absolutely loved every minute of that movie the other one's incredibly uncomfortable for very different reasons it is a small film called soft and quiet and it is about a group of women who who decide to have a little get together because they're all women who have something in common and since i believe josh and i are the only ones that have seen this here amongst us and because this movie is new very small and probably has not found an audience yet. I do not want to spoil it for anyone, including the listeners. Um, this film is it's it's fucking hard. It is a hard, hard watch. This is not a fun movie. This is not a movie you're gonna set meat popcorn and have a good time. You're gonna stare at the screen and think, oh my god, what is this fucking world we live in? You, you think I Josh, this is on your list, right? Yeah, yeah, this is uh, actually uh, – and, and sorry, I need to go back for just a second because I forgot to mention when Casey was talking about Black Phone. Uh, it ended up on my list a little bit higher. Okay. Since, 
yeah, um, yeah. But I don't really have anything to add except for I just thought it was great. Um, but Soft and Quiet ended up being my number nine. So we can just skip me when we come back around. Because <laughs> it was next. Um, yeah, I, I saw it last night. Um, and, yeah, like you said, at one of these days we need to have come back and do another half an episode or something on it because mm-hmm. I want to talk about it. Can't do it right now. But, like you said, it's just one of those movies that just you just stare at it, wondering if, you know, why you even hit play on the fucking yeah thing. yeah it's not it's not pretty but god it's good it is good all right then so that's that's number 10 wow we're moving right along joey what's your number nine uh my number nine was terror train it's been several months since i've seen it but it was another good movie i thoroughly Okay, so that's the remake of the classic with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yep. Takes place on a train, uh, college kids. It's got um, David Copperfield in it. I love the original. I haven't seen the remake. Is it as good? Or I don't think I've ever actually seen the original. Really? The, I'm actually surprised because yeah. this one would be up your alley. I do, I do need to circle around and watch the original and see how it compares. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I actually... I'm sorry. I was, was going to say, I actually, I had that on in the background one day while I was working, and um, it uh, it seemed all right. Like, it didn't seem bad. I don't think it was probably as good as the original, but, but, uh, but yeah, I think it looked like it was worth the, uh, some attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I they, they've already greenlit a sequel, which is crazy when you think about it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guess what? We're still live on TikTok. They haven't taken us down this time. Wow. Oh, I dropped an F-bomb like three or four <laughs> Oh, God, ago. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many of them. Didn't we talk about Joey putting his dick in somebody's ear? Oh, nope, that was God. before we hit record. Oh, so. okay. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, now, okay. we'll be, now we'll be taken down. Now we'll be you. taken down. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm trying to get to happen. Okay, Josh, your number nine was uh, soft and quiet, wasn't it? Yep. yep. So Josh has handled this round. Where's my buddy Casey? All right, so for number nine, I picked Scream. Um, so this one made my list just because Scream is one of my favorite newer franchises. Um, and, you know, they had a lot of the original cast back. Um, you know, I was sad about the death of one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can spoil it, this, man. This has been out. Know. It's been out I, forever. Yeah, I know. It's still Everybody's pretty new. seen it twice. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that made me a little upset because he, was, he or she <laughs> was definitely one of my favorite characters. Um, okay, I'm going to stop you because but, uh, it doesn't matter who they kill off because they already killed Randy. They yeah, killed yeah, Randy. It, I'll never forgive him. Randy was killed off too early. In the I'll never yeah. forgive him. Yeah, but he was I, for sure. But I'm with Casey. It, it's one of my favorite modern horror franchises. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely great. Yeah. You know, obviously the first one's the best. They did a really phenomenal job with this one. Because we got Casey a new one said, Yep, they're getting ready to do yeah, another one. Which finally they got Neve Temple. To Neve. Neve Temple. Nice. That's what I said. Come on. Neve. Neve. Naive. Because I, Naive. I know there are some issues. They didn't want to pay her. Yeah, they didn't yeah. want to pay her. Yeah. So they finally reached an agreement. I mean, so. she's carried that franchise for, what is it, 20 years now? Yeah. Almost 25. Like Almost 25? Yeah. 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 And they didn't want to yeah, pay her. 95, 96, yeah. the first one. Yeah. It was in the 90s. Yeah, I don't I think know. It was 95 or 96. I was a young man. I know that. I know that. Yeah, I, 
I probably should have had uh, the new Scream on my list, but I kind of messed up because after three, I just didn't watch it at all. You I didn't idiot. see four, didn't see five. Yeah, exactly. And then I watched, I, I started a marathon in like, I don't know, March or April and just watched all six in a row. And it was great. I love six. It was awesome. But, or was it five? Five. Shit, I don't know. Five. Five's, a, five's a new one. Five's a new one. Yeah, That's five's a new one. Six will yeah. be the one coming out. Okay, and yeah, four was really good too. So like, I just, I, I still don't like three. I just, I think that's just a speed bump in the series for me. But four, <laughs> I haven't, ha- I haven't hated one, but three is the weakest by far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it's my turn for number nine, and I'm going to list a film that you guys probably all have on your lists. I'm sure you were very excited about the latest film from Moorhead and Vincent, Something in the Dirt. Guys, everybody excited about Something in the Dirt? Oh, absolutely. I'm constantly dirty. Sounds great. Love that movie. (laughs) Moorhead and Benson, I was very, I was worried about their career. I genuinely was. Because they made three genuinely great, very small, very indie films that are all interconnected. And then they hit it big, and they made a big Hollywood movie, Synchronic, where they had like a real star in it. Um, The Falcon from the MCU movies. That guy, you guys know who that is? You I know? can't remember his name. He's but, he's yeah. Captain America oh, now. Mackie. Yeah, he's Captain America now. So he's starting Synchronic, gotcha. and I'm like, well, great, they're going to go all Hollywood. And what's the next thing they do? They went to work literally for the uh, for the MCU, and they they wrote and directed the Disney series uh, Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac. And I'm like, well, they'll never make their interesting movies again. That's that. And then they came out with something in the dirt. These guys are the guys that made Spring and Resolution and The Endless, and they make incredibly ingenious, interesting, small, personal science fiction films that lean into the horrific. Um, Something in the Dirt is their newest one, and it is part of what is known as the shitty Carl universe. Um, And if you haven't seen the other movies, that will make any sense. It is a clever, interesting, weird movie about two neighbors who discover that in one of their apartments, sometimes gravity doesn't work right, and there's weird electromagnetic pulses and flashing lights that shouldn't be there, and they decide to try to make a documentary about it. And it's about the aftermath of that. And it's a it's a lovely genius film, guys. Absolutely. You should all track it down. Everybody should see it. It's called Something in the Dirt. It's direct, written and directed by Moorhead and Benson. And before you see that, watch Resolution and The Endless, because those two movies are absolutely wonderful. If you like Lovecraftian cosmic horror, but done in a in a smart, lo-fi way. Yeah, I uh, I watched Spring from Okay, them. Spring uh, is actually good, yeah. I really liked it. And then I watched Resolution and I did not like it. I think that was the first, that was their first one too. Yes, Resolution is the first one, yes. Yeah, I didn't didn't really care for it. So I didn't really pay much attention to it, maybe starting halfway through. But I, what, the the Endless uh, sounds really good. Yeah, it's so, Uh, it's actually two characters that show up in, in Resolution and they are two members of a UFO cult and they escaped the cult and, and left. And they receive a package with a videotape that makes them go back to visit the cult that they escaped. And it Hmm. gets very strange from there. Cool. Yeah, I'll check out their stuff. I mean, it looks looks interesting. Yeah, Yeah. I'll bring I'll bring their stuff over, Joey, and we'll put it up on your big screen. That works for me. All right. 
All right. Speaking of Joey, what's your uh, what's your number eight? Uh, number eight, I would put the Wounded Fawn, which we just had Sarah Lind on on our last podcast. We did we talked about the movie, which really cool experience. That was. It was really it awesome. Was. She's awesome. She is awesome. So okay. how many of us, by show of hands, how many of us have a wounded fawn on our top ten lists? Really? So, I'm the only one? You're the only one that does not. Yeah, yeah. So well, is, that is a, Sarah, that doesn't mean I didn't like it. I loved it. <laughs> it's my number six. Weird. It's my six. Where is it on your list, Josh? It's number seven. <laughs> yeah. And if if I had seen it like a month or so ago and I had more time to process it, it probably would have jumped up more. Yeah. It's just, so, it just immediately hit me at, at seven. It is a it is a film that makes you itch a little, makes you uncomfortable. It does a really good job of building tension uh, around. It does. It, so it starts out. It is a fucking giallo, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It yeah, it is sure. it it is constructed like a giallo. And then once the killer starts trying to kill the main character, Sarah's character, it becomes a hallucinogenic dream fugue of a movie. It's um, it's heavily inspired by Greek mythology, maybe Roman. I can never remember which is Greek and which is Roman. The Furies. I don't know if Furies are the Greek or the Roman names. I bet it's the Greek, though. And I the Romans, yeah, yeah, and I think the Romans call it something stupid because the Romans had stupid god names. Um, it, yeah, the, the Furies. Greek. The, I'm looking that up. Okay, yeah, they're they're the Catholic deities from the uh, the underworld that come to punish men for their crimes, and it does a uh, it does a great job of leaning into putting those characters into a a modern day and. It does a great job of leaving you wondering what was real and what wasn't. And it has the most uncomfortable closing credits I've seen all year, and that's in a year that had the closing credits of Pearl. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, the, the, the end credits was definitely <laughs> it's very uh, weird. Josh Josh Rubin just pulled off something absolutely amazing with his performance there. He really I, I was trying to really figure did. out how, how Sarah wasn't laughing during that scene. I know, I know, I know. Well, they don't she show did, her face. Yeah, I don't she, know. Kind of she, was, she had a smile on her face. Probably she might have been biting her tongue. We don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to ask her when we get her back on. All right. So, Josh, <laughs> number eight. Number eight. I had Fresh. Uh, Fresh. I just watched this today. And um, it just, you know, I had to, I can't even remember what I bumped off, but it was like, no, this, this belongs on here. This yeah. is, this is, um, I don't know if anybody else has it uh, or not, but it's not, it's, if, if this were a list of 25, it would be there. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't want to say too much about it, but it's it, because like, if you look it up on IMDb, it says, you know, a woman gets tired of dating online and meets a dude in the grocery store. That's yeah. It. So yeah. I don't know how much That's more you want, but he's, it's just, it's weird. Suffice it to say, the guy she meets turns out to be a bad guy. And it's uh, uh, the Winter Soldier. It's that guy. Yep. Yeah. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, Sebastian who Stan. is amazing in just about everything. Like, yeah, he really I've is. I've seen Itania like four times. Yes, I love that he's, movie. He's awful, but he's still great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I remember from that movie, because I've seen it too, and uh, it's been a while, but I, I did enjoy it. Uh, I would say it would make a top 20 list for sure uh, for this year. Um but I remember a standout scene where they're, they're dancing 
Yes. Uh, and, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen that scene. There's been clips all over the internet yeah. about it. But that was just a really cool, cool scene, just the way they were both. They're both really good dancers, and they that scene was just really awesome. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff in that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. So Casey, what's your uh, your number eight? Eight, eight, eight. eight. Um, Orphan first kill. Um, so the original Orphan was fantastic, and then when I saw they were making a new one and it was a prequel. Uh, I about fell out of my chair because I was like, how the hell are they going to do that? Because yeah. they're using the same actress um, as the first one and uh, who played Esther. And uh, so I thought it was going to bomb. I thought it looked terrible. Um, but uh, there's a really, really good twist in the movie that I didn't see coming. Uh, and I thought it, and it was uh, involved Julia Stiles. She plays the, the mother and I hadn't seen her in anything in quite a while, but the, uh, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. They, they tried to make her look younger. Um, and she did look, I mean, she still looked young, but mm -hmm. they didn't, they didn't really, uh, make her look as young as she did in the first one. But, but, uh, that twist really did it for me. And that, that right there, put it on my top list. Um, that's about all I got. So I liked it. It, uh, it did not make my list. It would not have made my top 20, but I did like it. Um, I honestly, I, I felt like they telegraphed the twist a little bit, so I knew it was coming before they revealed it. Um, hmm. Julia Stiles did a great job in, in acting that role, and that's what did it for me because I could tell she genuinely was a loving mother, and yet her reaction to having her daughter back was not right if this was actually her daughter. And so I knew something was up, and the only thing that made sense was the twist. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I saw that. I, I knew she didn't, you know, I knew she was reacting strange, but mm -hmm. I didn't think that was why. I thought it was I, for other reasons. I, one thing I absolutely loved about it, and it's a, it's a special effects thing, honestly, and I didn't, I didn't catch it immediately, but part of the, the magic of making her seem younger than she is was oversized props. Oversized mm -hmm. things on the sets to make her look, yeah, yeah, and that's that is old Hollywood stuff, yeah. man. And I, when I realized that's that they were doing, I'm like, oh my god, I love this. They didn't digitally shrink her; they right. built a big fucking counter. That's yep. genius. And the other genius. actors were wearing like big shoes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah. Great stuff. Josh, <laughs> is is Orphan first kill on your list? Yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's over at number five. Um. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm gonna just stop talking for like half of the podcast now. No, no, because you're gonna tell me about it now. All, yeah, all, of, why, why all of my it? films towards the top are at the bottom of everybody else's. But. <laughs> That's not true. I thought it was great. Didn't see the twist at all. Um, but I just I, I thought Julia Stiles was great. Last time I saw her was in Dexter for a season. Oh which yeah, that was great. That yeah. was the I think that was the last good season of Dexter, yeah. at least in yeah. my opinion. Um. And then it just got weird, but she was great in it. And then she was great in this. And yeah. it just, yeah, like, like you guys have said, just, um, the way that they just made her younger and, and mm -hmm. I wasn't really all that excited about it. I was really surprised. Yeah. I, thought, yeah. I thought everybody in it did a great job. I was really surprised that they carried it off, honestly, really, but they did. It worked. Yeah. So where are we? 10, nine, we're number eight, right? So, or, yeah. Yeah. You're, you gotta go. Do yeah. Eight, eight. Yeah. eight. Yeah. So my eight is speak no evil. And uh, I don't know. Does anybody else have that on their list? I think somebody does. Yeah, number seven. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So this is, I would call the theme of this movie 
just give up. Just fuck it. Yeah, just give up. Life sucks. This sucks. Yeah. You suck. It all sucks. Kill yourself. It's rough. This is a hard, hard, ugly, cruel movie. And God, I loved that. It's got an ending that just is so bleak. So utterly yeah. bleak. Yeah, it pissed me off. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I've got Speak No Evil as my number seven. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just pissed me off at the end. It's so terrible. Yeah. It makes you so angry. Yeah. And that's but, so effective. It's effective, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of movies that will do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, horrific is is how I'd put it. Josh, did you see it? I haven't seen it you yet. You haven't seen it? Okay. You'll I've, I've heard that it's one of those that's just, you. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I want to. I just haven't got it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. check it out. Joey, let's see. This was, this was one of your favorite movies of the year, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'd yeah. put that right in number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you, you watched it, right? No. No. Um, isn't that actually a remake? Wasn't there an original? No, it's or, no. no it's, you're th- you're thinking of what? Uh, when a stranger. Yeah. There, well, there've been a few a few movies with similar titles, but no. This is a this is a movie about people that meet some meet another couple on vacation and get invited to their place, and um, it's not good. They're too polite. The problem is yeah. that they're too polite. Yeah, but you can tell that there's some weird shit going on with like the dad and the kid, especially the the kid doesn't really talk, and uh, and then the uh, the dad just you know he's just he's just weird. He looks like yeah. he's mean or something. Yeah. You know, something something ain't right there. All right, before we move on to number seven, uh, my co-host here Joey keeps flagging me that he'd like to take five. So everybody. We're going to take a little ad break here, and tonight's podcast is brought to you by Crushing Existential Dread. When you really know what life has to offer, you'll enjoy Crushing Existential Dread. Now, with even more on we. All right. Hello, and welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed your bathroom break. I know I did. Um, So anyway, during the break, we discovered that uh, we were taken off of TikTok. Um, So we have, a couple of times now, tried to do a live behind-the-scenes kind of thing on TikTok while we're recording. And both times we've done it, we got shut down for bullying and harassment. So anyway, apparently we're bullies. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. We didn't even talk about a, a person in any way other than say nice things I, I about people who made movies. movies it's probably boy. just the D in the ear, ear joke that. Oh made. yeah, yeah. God, I figured when you, I figured when you said that 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 was gonna that was yeah. gonna be the thing that well, over. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Okay, so ten, nine, eight. We're ready for number seven, Joey. All right, for number seven, I put out there Halloween Mega Tape. Now, for those who don't know, this is the sequel to WNUF Halloween Special, which I love. Which is just absolutely phenomenal. And this, this is one I just got here a few weeks ago, and I've already watched it twice, and. The first one is really awesome. It's fun. I kind of like the second one a little better. Really? Just just a hair better. It, it's just, 
it, it's incredibly well done, and they really did a great job capturing. So WNUF does a does, okay. Okay, so WNUF does like a great time capsule of the time thing. You think this does an even better job? It, they they did a really great job. Like you watch the fake commercials mm-hmm. that they did, and it, it's very much like the commercials we grew up with. They just did a really good. They're cheesy. They're stupid, so, and they just did a great job capturing. So the Jim look Jim Varney out there advertising stuff. That yeah, kind of thing. No, 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 Ernest. That would be no awesome. Ernest. <laughs> would be awesome. They, they didn't resurrect. You know what I mean? To, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Burn. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor uh, Ernest went to the grave. But I, I highly recommend it. I, I should have bumped it up a little higher on the list. I don't know why I put it so low down there. So, did anyone else? Oh, so, I haven't seen this one yet. Have uh, Josh, Casey, you guys seen it yet? No, nope. no, no. All right. I still haven't finished the first one. I really, I didn't get, I didn't really get it, but I was working at the time, so no. I told myself I'd start it over because I don't want to write it off because um, everybody else loved it, and I just, I'm missing something. But I just haven't got around to it. It may not. It, 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 I'll just watch them both probably. It may not be for you. I mean, that happens. Movie that no, everyone you know likes happen. and you just don't dig it. <laughs> so what's so Josh? What's your uh, number seven? Uh, it was Wounded Fawn. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my number six. So yeah, 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 yeah. So Casey, what's yours? Mine was the Speak No Evil. Yep. All right. All right. Well, all right. I guess I get to I get to bring up one that nobody's uh, listed yet. Piggy. Piggy. This is an Italian film about a young woman who's living in a large body and is relentlessly bullied by the other people around her, including her own family. Um, one day after being bullied at the pool by some other girls, they they steal her, her clothes and her towel, and so she has to walk home in her bathing suit, which is very, very embarrassing for her. And on the way home, she sees two of the bullies being kidnapped by a man, and she chooses not to intervene. And the kidnapper takes an interest in her, and it's about what happens after that. Has anyone else have it on their list? Anyone else see it? I've seen it, not on my list though. But yeah, it's an excellent movie. Yeah, I, I watched it maybe about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I loved it. It, I would say it's on my top twenty. Yeah, it it was very it was very good, and it did not go where I expected it to go. So I expected it to turn into a revenge horror film. Yeah. Um. Honestly, there's another film this year that was very good. Didn't make my list. Sissy. And I actually thought this film was going to go in the direction it goes, uh, but I was very pleased with where it went. I thought it actually yeah. went in a smarter direction. Yeah. Yep, good shit. Yeah. All right, then, Joey, we're back to you. What's your six? Uh, six would be Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah. Which is one we all watched not too long ago. and It's just such a hilarious movie. Like, the the twist in it is just freaking <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's the and, best part. And yeah. couldn't happen to a better person, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. It, it's just, that twist alone is what made it onto this list. It's just great. So we did uh, we did an episode yeah. on Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I'd like to point out that that is our most downloaded episode. Um and it, it's oh, wow. really not close. I'd have to I'd have to look to see what the exact numbers are, but it by far is our most downloaded episode. 
And I'm not sure why, but it's apparently people like hearing us talk about it. So it's that's fun. It's a great one. Not on my list. Josh, on your it, list? It went back and forth. Ended up not being on the final draft. Um, like I said, I had a lot of fun with this letterbox, just testing how many times I could manage things. <laughs> but it was it was eight. It was seven. It went up ten, and then it just it's still top twenty. I mean, it was yeah. it was. Yeah. I wouldn't say great, but it just it just had me feeling things and most of it's it was a lot of fun here. yeah it's a lot yeah. of fun. really fun movie fun. yeah it is <laughs> casey is it on yours no it's no. Not. It would, no it would be in my top 20 but yeah it didn't make yeah. my 10 yeah. so then josh your number six was black phone black phone so yeah okay yeah sorry we have discussed black phone i have to look at my notes so then, Casey. Oh, yeah. Where, well, you're wondering yeah. why I just stopped. Yeah. Black Phone. I'm not talking about this movie. God damn it. Good, go see it. Shut up. This was on the list. We're not going to. Yeah. Casey. So, uh, so my number six is Fall, and oh. and it's what I it's what I would describe as like a stuck horror film. Yeah. Uh, so it's not really so much horror, but it's horrific because you know the people are in a situation that they can't get out of that's potentially deadly. Um, it kind of reminded me, so, um, so essentially these two girls, like college age girls, uh, they're, they climb stuff for fun, uh, you know, like mountains and whatnot. And something happens at the beginning that traumatizes one of them. And then the other girl, um, you know, like a year later or something comes back and, and convinces her to climb this radio tower. That's like 2000 feet out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then something happens. They end up getting stuck at the very top of it. Uh, which is horrific. I couldn't imagine. Uh, I really liked it. It made my top 10 because it, it was filmed really well. Like it looks real. Like yeah. they did a really good job making it look like they were really up there. Um, and uh, it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it. He's not in it a ton, but I really love him as an actor. Um, I, I love his character Negan in The Walking Dead. Um, but the, the girls did a great job. And uh, it's just, I just loved how it looked and felt. It's, it reminded me of the movie uh, Frozen, not the yeah. Disney Frozen, but the one. <laughs> the one let it go. Let, yeah, it go. let it go. Uh, the one with the three people stuck on a yeah. ski lift over That's the weekend with the wolves I down below. I love that movie. Yes, that yeah, movie's so yeah, awesome. But yeah, I really love movies like that. Uh, another one like that that's great is uh, 247 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, it's about uh, some young people trapped in a sauna. Oh, um, like something gets stuck against the door. Uh, from one of the other people, and then the rest of the group is like stuck in the sauna for hours and hours. Um, it's got uh, what is it? Uh, Scout Taylor Tomp- Compton. Tomp- yeah. I always get screw up her name. Ta- Taylor uh, Scout Compton, right? Whatever. Yeah. Scout. <laughs> yeah, that Taylor. that girl from from the Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. Um, and then it's got that dude who played Chad in the Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it just reminds me of, of that kind of movie, and I really really enjoy those. So that's why it made my top ten list. So uh, when it comes to fall, which I I enjoyed it a lot, not on my list, but I did enjoy it a lot. Um, but isn't it the descent in reverse without the monsters? <laughs> and and honestly, because what we learn about what we learn about one girl and someone who's connected to one girl. Mm, same, yeah. same. Yeah. Right. Right. Am I right on this? It's the descent backwards. It's the, the ascent. Yes. It's the ascent. The, the ascent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that twist too. Yeah. Not really a twist. I mean, I guess it is a twist. It, but, it is a little twist. But, but yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. It's twisty. So yeah, let's see. Twisty. Nine, eight, seven, six. Is this number. Is this five? 
So that's my number six. That's six. That's six. Mm -hmm. Okay. My six is a wounded fawn, which we have discussed. So that means five, Joey. I have for five Halloween ends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, That's mine too. They did a really good job with it. You know, obviously I was kind of disappointed with it in some ways. See, I thought you hated it. Honestly, I, I, I hated how weak they made Michael. I, I just didn't get it. And it's like, and you know, and like you have this, what was Corey? Was he a high school student? No, he's uh, he would be college, but uh, he didn't you know, go. He's a young kid getting bullied by fellow classmates, but yet he can go and beat the ever-living shit out of Michael Myers. It's like, <laughs> really? You're getting your ass kicked by these kids, but yet you can just... Beat the shit out of Michael Myers in 20 seconds? <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Dumb. Those are tough kids. Those were band kids, man. But, you don't mess with band kids. But it is a Halloween movie, and I, I very much love the Halloween franchise, so it had to get in the list. All right. Yeah, yeah that's, why, that's why it makes my number five also is because uh, I, I liked – I liked the Corey character. I thought mm-hmm. it was an, a really cool idea. I wish they would have started it in the 2018 movie. Yeah, they should have introduced him. Yeah, they yeah. should have uh, introduced Corey back in the 2018. He, he, yeah. Then they wouldn't have had to spend most of the movie on his character development. Yeah. And it would have made sense that he was stronger as Michael got weaker or yeah. something like that. I mean, they could have yeah. spun it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different things they could have done with that movie, um, but I really think they just could have started it sooner. But uh, but yeah, it's my number five also, just because I love the Halloween series and I, I thought it was it had some interesting ideas and I did love the Corey character. I thought that that actor did a really good job playing that playing that character. Uh, and I didn't mind that the the Michael was weak thing. I thought that was actually kind of a cool concept. Yeah, um, I personally the, they, liked that they that they did something completely different. Yeah, I've seen. Halloween nine times. times. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's do something different, do something different. And they did. And that was fun. Josh, number five, number five, I had orphan first kill. And we talked about that, but it was, it was great. I mean, it, I just ordered it differently than you guys, but we all, (laughs) (laughs) keep popping up, but yeah, it's, we're we're going to get to a lot of, we're going to get to a lot of overlap going forward. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. My number five is Barbarian. Yeah. Oh yeah. I loved this Shit. movie. I, that that probably would have made my top ten. I just completely. I love this movie. It. This movie, um, it surprised me at just about every turn. Um, it is as as I've said, it is a film that is about the hollowing out of the middle class. It is also about the ever present possibility of rape that women have to live with and it's something that gets gets really uh i think driven home over and over again in the film um it's got great performances basically all the way around including a relatively small but very effective role as the heavy by richard brake who i just fucking love i mean he's but breaking oh, yeah. anything he's I'm, amazing i'm in for it um i think it's un, unendingly clever um i just absolutely i absolutely loved it every every bit of it anybody else put barbarian on their list yeah i got a list. Where, where's it at uh i think i put that uh number four is on number four. four well 
Well, we're coming up to number four, and Joey's picks Barbarian, so Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, my number four was Prey. Um, I I really like this movie, and it's – I don't even think since the first one I was that excited about a, a Predator movie before and during it. Yeah. It just, I saw it because I saw it by myself and then I saw it with my daughter and then I saw it with Jennifer. Um, and it was, I saw it three times in, in 24 hours and it was just great. Every time. It, did you watch the, fresh air. did you watch the uh, indigenous language dub? I did not. I need to. I, I just I think that that's that's interesting. I want to see it. I, I okay. So I feel bad that I don't recall um, the actual tribe, the which nation it is, but the one that she's a member of. Uh, so they did a dub entirely in that language, so you can watch it oh, wow. dubbed and subtitled with English subtitles. So I thought that would have been interesting to, yeah, to that's do. Cool. So I I liked Prey a lot. It, it did not make my list because this fucking year, but mm-hmm. I, I liked that movie a lot. And so I'm unabashedly a Predator fan. Uh, the original Predator is just uh, – it's just a lovely, lovely action film. Predator 2 is maybe not the best, but probably the second best film ever directed by cocaine. Um, uh Predators, the the Robert Rodriguez one that takes place on another planet, is just wonderful. Um, everything I want it to be. The reboot or whatever, the Predator was a pile of steaming garbage and made me think that the uh, the entire franchise was done for. And Prey just brought it back. I'm like, okay, this is the second best Predator movie. So yeah, yeah, we're we're there. Yeah. I thought Predators could have had some sequels. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, the, I did. Uh, yeah, it was format. very good. It was yeah. really, really good. And you could have, like like Cube, you could have thrown a bunch more people in there and done it all have over you, again. Have you, have you seen, so it's online, Robert Rodriguez's original screenplay? Mm-mm. So the, like, all of them on the planet basically being forced to try to survive was like the third act of his original screenplay. His original screenplay starts out on a pirate ship. And then something invisible starts attacking pirates. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger as Dutch swings in on a rope and starts killing them. And when he rips one of their like masks off, you realize it's not predators. It's American space Marines. And this is on a different planet. And that's the opening scene. Speaking of cocaine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Casey, did you have Prey on your list? No, I haven't seen that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big Predator fan. I, I don't know why. I, creature horror movies are not my favorite genre. So I, there's a lot of them I haven't watched or didn't pay. You know, maybe I watched them but didn't really pay attention to. Like I didn't even watch the first Alien movie until like actually sit down and watch it until maybe last year. What? Yeah. And it was okay. It was, it was pretty okay. Good. Yeah, like I don't know. I just I'm not a big creature horror fan. But it's cosmic horror. Or whatever. It's yeah, sexual not, horror. Whatever, whatever it is, because I, I think it's, maybe it kind of goes with uh, like I'm not a big science, like a sci-fi or space movie person either. So maybe that's why. That's so weird. That's so weird. I mean, because yeah, it's alien. Yeah. What about Event Horizon? Did you all yeah. like that one? 
I don't remember it. I think God I, I think I watched it and didn't pay attention to it. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cause that is the epitome of space horror. Right? It's so bizarre that that wasn't on the Cycle Sound list, quite frankly. Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard a lot about Event Horizon. I mean, I've heard it's a lot great. of good about all these that you guys are talking about. But yeah, right. it's just not something I would, I would jump to watch before anything else. I guess. All right then, you cretin. What's your number four? <laughs> My number four is Smile. Oh, yeah. Um, saw this one in theaters, and I put it on my top ten because it was really creepy. Like, I don't I don't usually get scared or creeped out by watching any horror movies. Uh, like, one that does generally creep me out even to this day is The Exorcist mm-hmm. um, or any, any, you know, any good exorcism films. Um, but this one, uh, it just had a big creepy factor to it. Um, there's, I don't know if you know what, uh, what is that called? The creepy pastas are. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, I'm not so that like, old. Yeah, yeah. So there's some stuff at the end that definitely, and even just the, the people smiling, they smile so big. Mm-hmm. It looks like some of those creepy pasta stories, like that smiling dog or whatever. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's a thing at the end that just is really kind of over the top and, and freaky and, um, but yeah, that's why it's just it's on there because it generally creeped me out, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So I liked Smile a lot. Did not make my list, Josh. Did make yours? It was another one of those ones that was on on the list, off the list, and yeah. finally I just ended up taking it off. But it it was definitely top fifteen, probably. I mean, Joey, just, that I haven't actually seen it. So it's on my list. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Um, again, this year, too many movies. So, Joey, what, what is a movie you've seen? What's your number four? My number four is Barbarian. Barbarian, which yeah, we yeah. Which we talked about. Josh, what's your number four? Uh, we must have skipped we around. Have, I, I, I think we're on three now, right? No, because <laughs> my fours, we haven't talked about my four yet. Okay, okay. I, I think you skipped you. and You, you went skipped to... yourself. No, because I did Barbarian. Because my number four was five. Because I went. What was your five? My five was Orphan First Kill. Okay, we did that. So my my five was Barbarian. Yeah. So did I skip me? Okay, I skipped me. So no, (laughs) my four is no. Which we know is not on Casey's list because he doesn't like Jordan Peele. Nope. Um. Uh. Josh, Joey, do you have nope on your list? No, not on mine. No. Nope. No. Nope. 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 Okay, so only me. So I like this movie a lot, um, and it is another example of something I think Peel is getting very good at, which is crafting a metaphor that is elastic enough to map perfectly to multiple interpretations without having to stretch at all. Um, you can read this movie as being about the erasure of black voices in Hollywood you can read this movie as being about the failures of capitalism, and you can read this movie as being about religious fanaticism born out of believing goofy shit. Um, also, it has absolutely terrifying um, chimpanzee violence, and I don't think we get enough good <laughs> chimpanzee violence in movies. Yeah, honestly. that's true. That's true. I, I, it, it's a it's a good movie, but um, I don't know. It's just really weird. I guess I just didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't understand the meaning behind it. Um, but uh, you know, I thought the, the, the cast and everything was great. 
uh, and it had uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead, so that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and I and I I love UFO stuff, and yeah. and I do actually like Alien and UFO stuff. Not so much many of the movies, but um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't make my top top list this year. Anybody else like it? Hate it? Did you see Nope, Joey? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Josh, did you see it? I really liked it. Um, I maybe top twenty, maybe twenty five. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it definitely wasn't one I didn't like. Um, but like Casey said, I really liked that the the cast of characters in it was great. Um, I really liked the return of Michael Wincott. I think mm-hmm. he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the I cast was great. They put out great performances. <laughs> Stop it! It was great. The beginning was great. <laughs> but I mean, the the big cowboy hat ufo i could probably go without well uh, honestly <laughs> yeah. was it was it a giant butthole or was it a big eye uh, if it was a giant butthole joey would have seen it twice and then at the at, and then eventually <laughs> right? when it takes its final form it's, a, it's an a it's a, a it's an angel it's a, a biblically accurate angel who are characteristically <clears throat> buttholes anyway it's a so. weird fucking movie so. yeah 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 i loved it all right so then what the nope. fuck what goddamn number are we on next? Four. Three. 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 Joey, what's your three? Uh, for three, which we've already talked about, Orphan, Orphan. Kill. Mm-hmm. Josh, what's your number three? It's a good one. Um, Pearl. 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 Number three. Um, is, yeah, somebody else can take it. <laughs> so, so Pearl is my number two. It's my number uh, two. So, so this one tells the story of Pearl, who is in the movie X. Um, and and just how how she became the nut job that she is in X, because um, um, her family was shit to her, and she's just a little nutty anyway. Mm-hmm. She she wants to uh, become a dancing girl, and 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 she you know I'm not gonna spoil it, but um, she's horny she, she's, and wants off the farm. And she's horny. She wants away from the that. farm. Yeah, she she wants to to become you know hit it big, and and uh, she gets really pissed off. You know when she doesn't you know get things her way uh and also mia goth is incredible in this she was mm-hmm. incredible in x too but uh that monologue she has at the end uh, is insanely awesome i don't know how she pulled that off and then and also the very end where she's just smiling and staring into the camera oh, that during painful the whole rictus grin yeah 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 and, and that reminds me that uh, reminds me of the wounded fawn yeah too. exactly it's it was very uncomfortable yeah. and uh, yeah i keep going back and forth whether which one of those is the best end credit scenes yeah. Yeah. yeah both fantastic yeah absolutely amazing so i connect with pearl i really do i i understand her because quite honestly I also am horny and went off the farm. So, <laughs> and I'm off the farm anyway. She so. did nothing. She did nothing wrong. Pearl did, hashtag Pearl did nothing wrong. Uh, she mm. screwed a scarecrow and stole his hat. So pretty, pretty yeah, that's, that's 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 like the first thing she did. That's normal. And she Who tried to feed people us? to her crocodile. And, that's a normal Sunday. Uh, that's I mean, okay. You're yeah, just on our way home from work. Yeah. I mean, what you gonna do? I mean, come on. That that was a sexy scarecrow. See how he's dressed. Uh, no. <laughs> that was a flashy hat. I'm not gonna lie. It's a flashy hat. Yeah, flashy I also love hat. how I, I love how it looks too. I don't know what you call it, but it, like because it takes place in like the early or I guess like the early 1900s, so like yeah, 1918. It, it'd be like 1917. It's during World yeah. War One, which ended in 18, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I guess it would be because close to that because at the end, you know, I'm not gonna spoil it, but um. 
But yeah, I just love the way it looked too. It had a really unique look to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a beautifully shot. It was very much shot like a early mid thirties. Well, no, because of the Technicolor. So late thirties, um, big studio epic film. It was shot like yeah. a, a a Gone with the Wind or a yeah exactly yeah or a, a Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, beautifully made. Honestly, Ty West is incredibly good at just finding an era, drilling into it, and saying, this is what it felt like. He did it with X. He did it with House of the Devil. I mean, just very, very impressive. Yeah. yeah. I'm really yeah. happy that the third one didn't come out this year, because this list would have been screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Casey, what's your three? Or three mm-hmm. is... Uh... Every, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. That is also my three. Um, that is a crazy movie. I don't think everybody would enjoy it because it does look nutty, and it is nutty. It is nutty. Uh, I mean, there's like, what, hot dog fingers in mm-hmm. there and, and just all sorts of crazy shit. Um, the bagel. But, yeah, the bagel. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's really about a you know family struggles. It's like the mom struggling to – she's trying to hold on to her daughter – uh, and also she's upset with her husband for their failing, uh, you know, laundromat. Um, although the husband kind of seems like he's like, he's, it's almost like he's happy yeah. with the way things are, but she's yeah. not. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a sad movie. Um, mm-hmm. there's definitely a, a very sad story and I, I cried both times I watched it. So did I. Um, but so the, did I. It's, it's deep. It's got, uh, and the dad is, uh, he played, I can't remember his name, but he played, oh, Key, I ain't going to even try to say it, Key Huan, Quan. Quan. Uh, he, yeah, he played Data and Goonies. That's where I yeah. knew from. Yeah, well, he's short um, round in, uh, in yeah. Temple of Doom. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's in a great episode of Tales from the Crypt. Um, he, he quit acting at a pretty young age because he felt typecast. And so yeah. he did a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but he's back, baby. Yeah, yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis is in there, a little known actress. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she could be going places though. Yeah, honestly. probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably, she's she's yeah. establishing her career pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So this was around the holidays. This was <laughs> also my number three. Um, a movie with hot dog fingers literally made me weep, and that's just fucking incredible to me. And. I know a lot of people cry at the rocks scene, which honestly, yeah, I get it. But the the one that hit me um, as a married man who's in love with his wife, the the one that hit me was K. Hugh Kwan um, saying, even even though you've broken my heart again in another life, I really would have loved just doing laundry and taxes with you. And that's just, yeah. And that's why he's happy because he really yeah. loves, does love. He's just a, yeah. with her. He's yeah. a simple man. He doesn't need much, but but love pretty mm-hmm. much. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely love that movie. So that that's also also my my number three, Joey. You have you seen everything everywhere all at once? Nope. You you need to see this. This is absolutely a beautiful film. Josh loves it. Yes. 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 Uh, it's my number one. Yeah, um, yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once is my favorite movie of 2022. Uh, might be my favorite movie of the decade. And I made another list on Letterboxd of my favorite movies of all time, and it's on there. Yeah. I just haven't listed it. It's just so great. I don't, I, I'm very excited for anything Daniels does. Yeah. The two of them just make 
and of course, you know, I get a lot of shit for Swiss Army Man, but it's kind of the same thing. There's so much ridiculousness, and one of the best stories underneath it is just so great. Yeah, it's a great movie, and yeah, yeah. So, so three of three out of the four of us say it's a great movie and put it in our top three movies. Is it horror? There are no, horrific no, moments. There are horrific I mean, moments. There are. The, but no, the entire world might end. This is a horror podcast, no. and you're putting non-horror shit on. <laughs> well, we didn't say top ten horror movies. No, we so said top ten of the year. And, yeah. and and we're not just horror. We also talk about cult and grindhouse movies. Oh, that's and insane. Please. All right, all right. What's <laughs> your number two, Joey? Uh, I think we already discussed this one. Scream. Yes, we oh, have yeah, talked Scream. Josh, what's your number Great two? One. My number two, um, I don't know if anybody else has this besides you, so we'll just take it from here. Uh, we're all going to the World's Fair. That was my number two. It was, and uh, yeah, it's I, I watched it probably three times this year. It's so great. It's just, I don't know. Uh, Casey could probably explain it's, it better it's, than me. It's, it's, it is hard to it's hard to explain, but but I just felt like like uh, you know. It took me back to the time when my my kids were younger, and you know, growing up on the internet and stuff. And I, I don't know, it just gives you a certain feeling, like you really feel like you're that girl going through through what she's going through. And uh, yeah, I need to watch it again. I've, I've watched it once, and it's definitely it was a blind buy for me, and I'm glad I bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 got a lot of meaning to it. I, I see a lot of hate online for it, though. I don't really see a lot of people enjoying it as much as we did. People, uh, a lot of but, people do not like a film that you need to think about. It's as yeah, simple as that. yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that's true. This it doesn't a, just come out and tell you what it's about. Yeah. It just gives you a certain feeling, and I think you had to. And I'm not. That's not an attack on. That's not an attack on people. A lot of right. people watch movies just to just to relax, to unwind, right. just to take it easy, and they want a movie that just that. That's why Marvel movies are so popular. They they don't force you to think. You don't, you, you know, it's, here's this story. There's going to be some action. You'll understand all of it. And 20 minutes after it's over, you don't have to care about it anymore. That's gone. You'll probably forget yeah. the plot. And, and that's fine. That's what you time. want. Yeah. If that's what Absolutely. you want, that's cool. And yes, sometimes I enjoy that stuff. And, but this is a movie that you have to, you have to engage with. You have to interact with. Um, it's my number one, honestly. It is my favorite film of the year. And when I sat down to make this list, there was no question. It was instantly number one. The other nine movies needed to be figured out because this was the best film of the year as far as I'm concerned. It is a film that gets into the alienation of youth, um, what it's like to feel like you don't fit. Um, there's a, a good argument to be made that it is about, that it is a metaphor for body dysmorphia. The, the writer-director of this film is a trans woman. Um, I don't know that she has said that that's what the film's about, but it is easy to, to get that reading. This film also is, it's a horror film from a certain point of view. There's a, there are two points of view from which it's a horror film. There's a point of view in which the online challenge is real and the things she's experiencing are real, and that is a horror film. There's a, another point of view where it's not real, and the final scene is about a man pretending that he didn't murder the girl he, he met online. Um, both of those readings are horrific. Um, I don't think either of them are necessarily the correct reading of the film. But I like that I can think of at least three readings that might be correct. And I keep thinking about this movie over and over again. In fact, I just ordered uh, – so I, I have the Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome, um, which I bought – 
I pre-ordered when it came out. I was very excited about it. Um, and I, I just ordered a limited edition VHS of it. And I believe nice. Josh has a limited edition VHS of it. Different editions we have, though. Mine's yep. a clamshell. <laughs> Mine's huh. blue. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm. So, so let's see. That was your number two. Two? Right? Yep. Two. So, Casey, number two. My number two was also Pearl. Mm-hmm. So we can... All right. Well, my number two was Pearl. <laughs> nice. So, Joey, we're at number one then. What's Joey's number one? My number one is X. X! Which I really enjoyed X. Mm-hmm. It, it just reminded me so much of like just a classic 80s slasher. Very Texas Chainsaw. It's got yeah, a yeah. lot, it's a lot of Texas Chainsaw in its Texas DNA. Chainsaw massacre feel to it. Um, it was just really good. It just reminded me so much of those classic slashers that we all grew and, up loving. And again, it's Ty, Ty West. West. He takes that. Great job he he takes he takes an era and he's like, here you're in that era, and it feels yeah, it just, it accurate. Awesome. Yeah, I I loved it. Yeah. Anybody else have X up there in their top spot? Yeah, that's my number one as that's well. Number one? Same, same kind of sentiments as Joey that uh, it felt very Texas Chainsaw Massacre-like, the setting. <clears throat> um, it was interesting seeing Brittany Snow again uh, in, in a film like this because mm-hmm. last time I'd seen her, she was in those those stupid singing movies, whatever they're called. Pitch um, Perfect. Or, yeah. Pitch yeah. Perfect. Mean, I mean, I will say the first pitch work was okay, but, um, but, but yeah, it was just weird seeing her play like a porn star in a, in a horror movie. Uh, so that was cool. Um, so, uh, the, the one young woman at Jenna Ortega is oh, Wednesday yeah. Adams now. Yeah. She's kind of blown up cause she's yeah. been in quite a few things after yeah. that. So, like she was in the new screen yeah. Uh, yeah. movie. And then there was, I can't remember the name of There's some other movie I watched her in this year. Uh, that was pretty decent, a horror film. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to blow up. I think she's going to continue yeah. being in these types of films. I, I think, think we so need too. to try getting her on our, our podcast before she gets too big. <laughs> right. email, I'll email her I'm, agent. I will email her agent. Look, um, <laughs> 80% of the people I, I reach out to are like, who the fuck are you? Jog on. But then again, uh, I mean, Larry Fessenden. <laughs> we, got Sarah, we, we got Sarah. We got True. Larry Fessenden's coming on. We got uh, Chad Tinkle, who made Jug Face, coming on. Um, we're get we're getting people and they're real people. So yeah, Jenna, if you're listening, reach out to us. Come on. <laughs> she yeah. ain't gonna be listening. I'm hundred percent sure that Jenna Ortega know. is uh is yeah. In in her mansion made out of hundred dollar bills. She is listening yeah. to you know, I mean she yeah. seems like she's into the horror scene for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. So we so, we could be know. the podcast she listens to as she's driving to the movie set. That's true. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the two hundred people, <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, right. what was your number one, Josh? It was everything. Ever it was all everything. Once. All right. And uh, your number one was also X. X. Yep. And my number one was. Wait a minute. We're all going to the world's fair. <laughs> yeah. So look at that. So four lists, ten movies each, and let's see how many showed up on multiple lists. We're all going to the world's fair. Pearl. Everything. Everywhere. All at once. Barbarian. Uh, Wounded Fawn, Speak No Evil, Soft and Quiet, right? And Halloween Ends. Okay, can I shut up on number one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scream. Scream. Yeah. 
Which so I like, figured would be the case. I mean, we have like ten, like ten movies that showed up on multiple lists. Yeah, huh. I think the only the only ones off of mine that didn't show up was Smile. I think Smile and Black Phone. So let's see. Uh, I had Black Phone. Oh, you had Black Phone. Black Phone, yeah. So let's see. On my list, uh, well, we both had Josh and I both had Soft and Quiet. So the sadness was only on mine, and Something in the Dirt, Piggy, and Nope. Is that right? Those four? Yeah, that sounds right. So I noticed, I did not notice when making the list, because when I'm making a list like this, all I think about is how much did I enjoy the film, how quality it is. But when I was looking at it later, I realized one, two, three, four, five, six of my movies are female-led, which says something to me about the quality of, of roles for women, in the mostly in horror. Um, which I think is pretty exciting that we're seeing more really yeah. good female-led movies. Wow, I've got um, eight. That's insane. Geez. Eight that are female-led? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, didn't even yeah. think about that. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's see. One, two, three, uh, four of my films are are star uh, persons of color. Uh, that's not as good as it could be, but it's not bad. Uh, one... Two of my films are not in English, and one is partially not in English, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yes, Speak No Evil is the partially one. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. And then sad, The Sadness is not mm. in, evil in, in English, and Piggy is not in evil. <laughs> no, it's in evil. And, and Piggy. Oh, and I guess, actually, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is partially not Partial. in English, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, yeah. I'll never be seeing that. Then. And then also oh, on my on. list... I, I do I even have I guess Nope is probably the like biggest major release. Everything else is pretty independent. I guess Barbarian was uh Buena Vista. So I guess actually that would count. So two of them yeah. are actually like major releases. Everything else is pretty independent. Right? So what about you what what about you, Casey? How's your it was your film was your list very Hollywood when we think about it? It was like it was like all Disney, right? Right. <laughs> Right. No, I mean, I like eight of mine were, were female led. Mm -hmm. um, and then I don't really know about the, the rest of it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you heard a lot about uh, everything everywhere all at once. That seemed like yeah. a really big one that was on, yeah. on people's radars this year. And X and Pearl got a lot of buzz, too. OK, um, but but those were. Yeah, they got tons of. But they are in. But they but are independent. Small, yeah, they're, they're yeah. small films with tiny budgets. I mean, That's relative true. to I mean, they're not the budget of. Uh, of, yeah. uh, we're all going to World Fair, which is made for right. a buck eighty-six. But yeah, I mean, I'd say the biggest budget ones would probably have been I don't know everything everywhere all at once. I'm sure it was a pretty big budget. Uh, There's a lot of weird special effects and stuff uh, used in that. And then Halloween ends. I'm not sure what the budget on on that was, but I'm sure it was fairly big. Um, and then Scream would probably be another pretty big big budget one, just based on who was in the in the film. And then the black phone after that, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like fall probably. Well, I don't, I wouldn't think it would be a big budget film. Um, I mean, they definitely did a really good job on on making it look like they were they're actually up there. Okay. So, so just out of just out of curiosity, I went and checked. Everything, everywhere, all at once had a budget of twenty five million. So on mm. on our lists, that's big, but that is not a big budget. Not big, these days. yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, Marvel throws mm. two hundred million. Oh a film. yeah, yeah, easy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So they they found it's almost like, 
you know, I don't know. They're they're working around the COVID thing because a lot of the stuff was mm-hmm. probably shot during COVID. Mm-hmm. So they were coming up with with ways around that to do things for cheaper and uh, maybe less time um, and smaller budgets, I guess, in turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really amazing damn year for yeah for movies was. for horror good. movies especially. I mean, this was a hard list to do. Yeah, it, really it was. was. It's always hard to make a list. Like I was saying before the pod, it's, you know, we may make this, I may make this list today and then maybe tomorrow it's something completely different. Ne- next month you asked me <laughs> yeah. and yeah, it would be, it would be different. And so I could still see something before the end of the year that would, because we still got a three weeks. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. on the horizon? If we, did, if we did this last week, we wouldn't have a wounded fawn on it. So yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Something could happen in the next month. I don't yeah. know if anything that's happening this month, but yeah, yeah, wounded fawn. A wounded fawn shook up my list. Um, so soft and quiet was one I had just watched just the mm. other day. Same for something in the dirt. Um, last night I watched Triangle of Sadness, which could have made the list. Maybe I don't know. I still I'm still digesting it. I think Joey would like Triangle of Sadness. Um, there's about eight minutes of vomiting, and then there is a literal <laughs> flood of shit that I think people drown in. So I think. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to watch. Yeah, we'll be back. It's a short two-hour break. It's a it's a pretty savage satire, and uh, Woody Harrelson is great in it. Kind of kind of sad that he dies, um, but from the vomit. No, no, from the from the from the from the from the hand grenades that caused the ship to sink. So yeah, it's. It's spoiler alert. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> nope. It, that it doesn't matter. Honestly, it does not matter. Um, that's not not important. I mean, I've never even heard of this movie. It's new. It's brand new. It's uh pretty uh, it it is a pretty savage satire. And I'm gonna I'm like spoiler alert. Rich people are horrible and evil, and um. Gaining power or wealth will make you a monster. So that's yeah, that's not much of a spoiler, but it's about about three hours to get there. Try. Yeah, I was gonna two and two hours and twenty seven minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty long. Yeah, so so much shit. I mean, like I didn't need nice. to see it. It was uh, it's too much, too much. But there's also a lot of very very funny stuff. Um, there's a there's a a rich Russian oligarch guy. And then Woody Harrelson's the ship's captain, and he is a Marxist, and they get drunk together, and it starts as an argument, but then it becomes kind of friendly, and they, they're talking on the ship's PA system, and the Russian keeps saying, the ship is sinking, and causing everyone to panic, even though it's not, there's nothing going on at the time, <laughs> but it's, huh. it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It yeah. yeah. Looks like it's on Amazon Prime. Is it? Think so. I think I paid for it, so. Well, hopefully you did. Because we all pay for all the movies, yeah. No, I mean, I exactly. don't. I didn't think it was. I didn't think I saw it on a. Oh I yeah, did, some of those movies are not actually free on Amazon. Yeah, I think I think I had to rent it, I believe. Yeah. But nah, no. Nah. No, yes, I pay for my movies, bro. But I just meant it wasn't. I didn't think it was like streaming for free anywhere. So. Probably not. I. I ponied up the money i pay for all the streaming services you'd think i'd get to see all the movies 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've got Amazon Prime and Netflix and. Yeah. Who needs physical media? No, oh, fuck you. Oh no. <laughs> I also buy all the physical media. But... Yep. <laughs> yeah, but I. Well, and you know what though? Like, not a huge fan of Disney stuff. But sometimes there's stuff that I want, and they own 20th Century Fox's film library now. They just basically aren't going to be putting their stuff out on on physical media. It looks like. Like a lot of their stuff yeah, is sucks. just not getting released. Um, yeah, like there was talk about Barbarian not getting released. Yeah, on yeah. Physical, but I, I think they retracted that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's everybody excited about for the coming week? For the coming week, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I just got a bunch of uh, vinegar syndrome stuff. So I got my Black Friday and my mm-hmm. subscriber package stuff. So I got like 15 things in, and some of them are like multi-pack films. Like you know, there's a box set with uh, Homegrown Horrors Volume Two and some other stuff. So I've been watching some of that stuff. Like last night, I watched Roadhouse 4K. Uh, I forgot how awesome that movie was. That movie is so much like, fun. That it is really yeah. good movie, and it looked amazing. Um, and uh, I watched Freeway in 4K. Oh, I love that movie. DVD. I'm going to have to pick that looks, one up. It looks way better. And it's got, I guess it's got like three minutes of extra footage. Really? Maybe it, may, maybe it was more than that. I can't remember. But it's the first time it's been un, unedited on on physical media. So um, on the DVD, when it first came out, the commentary with the director, he said something. And once he said it, um, I could never unsee it. Um Fuck, what's her name that stars in it? Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese. Yeah. Her profile, same profile as Tweety Bird. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, it's, I can see that, I guess. That's kind of mean, though. <laughs> no, he said it, in a, no, he said it in a loving way. It was, oh, it, okay. It's an endearing thing about her. Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't, I'm just going to try and go through some of my, my, my movies. Oh, I did, uh, I don't know if anybody, listening you know any of the four people listening uh no master chaos uh tv on youtube mm-hmm. uh, he's my favorite uh you know movie youtuber um i watch you know a lot of his stuff he does a lot of vinegar syndrome uh severin uh, uh a thing called uh, uh bottom of the barrel uh where they watch shitty movies ahead of time and they talk you know him and like five other people talk about them live uh well he invited me on there um so i'm actually going to be on on the 14th uh, from yeah. seven to nine central, uh, talking about some shitty movies. So, so yeah, I was really excited about that. That was pretty. Shall we? We should live stream us watching him live stream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant. And I did want to, uh, you know, I extended an invitation to him. I just got to figure out, you know, we got to figure out some time to have him on too, because yeah. uh, I would like to discuss some things. He's also a director. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's directed and written a couple movies. Um, so yeah, that's pretty sweet. I, I I was not expecting that, so looking yeah. forward to that. I think I think having him on here will be a ton of fun. Honestly, oh, yeah. guys, if you're listening at home, if if you enjoyed having Sarah Lind on, or if you just would rather hear the show without hearing as much of us and hearing someone actually interesting, we're gonna have a lot of guests coming up, and some of them are really really great. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got, Josh. Yep. What you got? I got not a stack of movies. Actually, I do have a stack of movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I recently got um, some uh, movies from Full Moon, Ooh, which God. are not as good as what Casey got. <laughs> some of them movies? might end up being as good. Fucking Charles um, Band. Dude, dude Charles I, Band. I, I enjoy some of those movies. I did, in fact, today I watched uh, 
I still got it up over here. Uh, Killer Eye, Halloween Haunt, and then uh, the uh, what the hell is it called? The Slime, the Babes. Or what is it? Uh, sorority Babes and the Slime. Slimebolarama. I saw okay. that for the first time a couple weeks ago, and I. But was did he actually make that, or did did he just distribute know. it? I don't think he was. Active. Who knows? That's got Lenny. I get credit Ridley. for it. I don't care. That's <laughs> the movie that she took the role because she didn't have to get naked. Yep. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is a shame, but she was still awesome. No, she. You know what? We've seen. She has done. You know how much she has done for us with her <laughs> taking showers or stripping in a graveyard or <laughs> inserting lipstick in her nipple. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, she has given enough. Dreams and nightmares. Yes. Yes. Truth. <laughs> what you got coming up, Joey? Uh, I really don't have anything coming up. Uh, this past week, I got. Uh, Ghost Watch yeah. from Diabolic DVD, uh, which is a really great movie. It uh, was broadcasted in the BBC back in the early 90s, and it wasn't really known that this was just like a movie. It was a War of the and, Worlds type situation. And, and people thought created, what they were seeing was real. Yeah, yeah. so it created a lot of controversy because people were seeing this thinking it was an actual Broadcast because they use real uh, presenters that people are familiar with in the BBC. So people were like freaking out because they thought that this was a genuine live broadcast. So it was never released until recently. So I pre ordered that back in, what was that, July? Yeah, who knows? I think, didn't they push it back a little bit? Yeah, they pushed it back, but just showed up this past week so for some reason too, I, didn't, I didn't know it was a movie i thought it was like a, a tv series or something no it's uh, well it and was, that's the way it was made and that's why when it originally broadcasted in the 90s they didn't say hey this is a movie it was advertised like it was an actual live presentation like it was a news program and they actually got in big trouble over it because yeah. it created so much controversy and they got in a world of trouble over that. Yeah, it was very much like Orson Welles' War of the Worlds, which, yeah, despite when, when it when it originally aired on the radio, they literally at the ad breaks said, "This is a Mercury Theater of the Air production of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds," completely telling the audience, "This is a story from a novel. It's a play," and yet people thought it was real and panicked. I mean, yeah, that's a crazy story. Well, you know what we can take from that? A lot of people aren't too bright. Yeah, <laughs> things haven't changed. Think about it's like George Carlin said, you know, think think about the average person you know and how dumb they are. Half of the people are dumber than that. <laughs> That's probably true. Not our listeners though. Everybody, no, our, our listeners, listeners are, are are very intelligent, you know, high IQ. Are, high, yeah, high IQ. Sexy as hell. Good, yeah, that's right. Damn good looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, better they're all. Than us. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> better looking than us. <laughs> We've got faces for the radio. <laughs> all right, kids, are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, so this has been Bloodfest Podcast. Uh, I, okay, so this, hold on, let me do it again, let me do it again. We're going to edit this out, right? Nope. Absolutely. Now I'm going to bully you. <laughs> bullying and harassment. 
And this has been Bloodfest the Podcast. If you enjoyed what we did here, give us a like on social media, Bloodfest Pod at at BloodfestPod on Twitter.com. I have brain damage. We're on the Twitter, the Facebook, the TikTok, the Instagram, the Pinterest, the Hive, um, and there's www.bloodfestpodcast.com. That's www.bloodfestpodcast.com. Give us a five-star review and a rating on, on whichever podcast app you like. Check us out on the YouTube. Tell your friends about us. Get a tattoo of our name on the back of your neck. Whatever you'd like. You can send us an email at bloodfestpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you love, what you hate, what you'd like to hear, what guests you'd like us to get on. Um, anything else and uh, just whatever, you know, uh, catchphrase. Bye! <laughs> Bye. <laughs>